Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Hey folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local SCA radio show here on KBXL 94.1 FM, The Voice. I'm Ken Lewis, the director of SCA here in Idaho, and our guest today on the Heart of the Athlete is Coach Randy Hutchins. Randy, welcome to Heart of the Athlete. Thanks, Ken. It's great to be here. And you've been on the show before, haven't you? Yeah, it's been a few years ago now, but yeah, I was on uh, once before. That's right. I think it was a, a record, an offsite recording. We actually weren't in the studio, were we? No, we weren't. We were in your living room. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, hey, it's great to have you on Heart of the Athlete. And um, uh, folks, Randy's on staff with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes over in the state of Oregon. And Randy, you're over here. You, you, you're, and we're going to talk about your role. You know your your regional role and your your role in Oregon, but um, you're also over here in Idaho right now for kind of a little event that's happening here, aren't you? This yeah, next week. Uh, little is an understatement. Um, this is uh, the largest uh, Northwest multisport camp we've we've put on out here, and it has exploded this year, which is very exciting. So yeah, it's I'm here to be a part of that. Well, that's great. And how many years have you been? Have you come over here for the Northwest FCA Sport Camp? This will be my fifth camp. Would have been my sixth, except for COVID. Right. Well, that's cool. And um, we're we're super excited. I know we the the first couple of years you were involved in basketball and and some of the behind the scenes stuff of camp. Mm-hmm. And um, we we had a dream, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it kind of really started maybe about ten years ago when the FCA motocross national director, her husband, was working here for Fly Racing here in Boise, and Danita and Jimmy were looking at possibly moving here to Boise, and from Indiana, I believe at the time. So we had started talking about potentially adding another sport like motocross to our FCA camp, the regular school stick and ball kind of sports that, Mm -hmm. you know, basketball, volleyball, football, wrestling, Mm -hmm. you know, track, cross country, golf, all those sports. And um, so I know we talked about it like for a couple of years with Danita and, and then they ended up not moving here. And then fast forward to, we were up in Montana at a regional FCA uh, leadership, some meetings and uh, trainings and uh, some planning time. And we started dreaming about this, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Sitting in a hotel room talking about what this might look like. Yeah. Yeah. And that was what, two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. And here we are, our third camp. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it hasn't even been three years, really. It's our mm-hmm. third camp, but <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, and what is it, you know, FCA's vision and mission and vision, when we talk about reaching every athlete and every coach with the gospel of Jesus Christ, what does that mean to you? Well, it it really puts the emphasis on every, which I think FCA has done a great job over its nearly 70-year history of reaching uh, athletes and coaches, you know, the platform of sports and and uh, individuals' passion for that to draw them into relationship with Christ and grow that relationship, so to uh, make disciples. Um, but I think that, you know, our our 
leadership a couple of years ago started to recognize in our mission statement said the word every was not really being accurate because we were there we said it for sure but <laughs> we we weren't following it we were really just if it was a sport that was somehow connected to a school we probably had some sort of uh, influence or a ministry effort going on mm-hmm. but if it wasn't associated with a sp- uh, school sport um, or scholastic sport we weren't really involved there was a little bit of fca and surfing and and um, a little bit of motocross on, in other parts of the country endurance ministry mm-hmm. but that and fc endurance is more more adult athletes yep you know marathoners and cyclists and yeah mountain bikers and triathletes and and then uh there was fca baseball mm-hmm. but again that's a sticking i mean that's a, a yeah, classic sport exactly. still too yeah so yeah they started recognizing hey we're really dropping the ball so to speak on that word every and we need to really look at making that word every mean every and so we started looking at what other opportunities were there and we started looking at motorsports and action sports and uh, pro and elite sports because we had really only focused on middle school high school and college age athletes and coaches and we had not done anything for professionals um, very much and um, and then the other thing was we really started looking at all abilities um, mm-hmm. you know those are athletes that they weren't being served by FCA yeah and so the all ability that categorization is potentially anybody who's either mentally or physically disabled mm-hmm. would be in that category. And then going back a second, just to something you said, you talked about motorsports, which mm-hmm. would be anything with a motor, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it could be planes, right? Uh, off-roading vehicles, et cetera. But mm-hmm. for the most part, it's right now it's, it's motocross and ministry to motocross kids. And I know there's a few things that are going on, but uh, Danita, they've been doing those camps for quite a while. Yeah, this is actually the 20th year of FCA motocross ministries and um so which is really exciting but it's only the third year that we've done anything out here in the Pacific Northwest around motorsports and um, so you're right right now it's mostly two-wheeled sports um, with a motor but we're we're looking to expand yeah and then you mentioned another term action sports Mm -hmm. and so action sports covers mountain biking Mm -hmm. skateboarding Mm mm-hmm the uh, the surf and the and the board sports I believe are under the action mm-hmm. sport category, so that would be like surfing, skiing, snowboarding, snowboarding. Skate, skateboarding, yeah, skateboarding, yeah. Mm-hmm. and um, and then also another another that you're involved in, of course, is FC Outdoors. Correct. Yeah, and uh, I know ministry within um, you know to equestrian horses that that's sort of rodeo, rodeo that's uh, that's now kind of under that sc outdoors isn't yeah it? as well as hunting and fishing sports shooting sports right. and all of those type of things and there's a little bit of overlap between some of those categories yeah. you know action sports you know whitewater rafting mountaineering different things like that also kind of fall under um a little bit under the outdoors umbrella as well depending on where we are in the country right. so yeah and and so we've also, this is the first year we've added archery to mm-hmm. our Northwest SA yep. Sport Camp. So, archery would fall under the outdoors. The yep. outdoors as mm-hmm. well, yeah. So we're excited about that, and right. I know we got some really cool shirts. We're gonna have in the camp yeah. store and some <laughs> and some hoodies with <laughs> the outdoors logo with a little arrow on it. Yeah, very so cool. We're excited about that. Well, 
so that's why you're getting back to the original question. That's why you're down here. Mm-hmm. It is for the the motocross portion of the Northwest FCA Sport Camp. And boy, yeah. you know, we had what 29, 27 riders that first year, two years, two summers ago, and then mm-hmm. we had about 40, 41 last year. And mm-hmm. then what do we what are we looking at this year for motocross? So we camp? have currently 65 athletes signed up for the motocross division of camp, which is absolutely phenomenal. And of that 65, seven are female, which has been uh, a demographic we have been really wanting to grow in this sport as well. Yeah. So that's super, super exciting. Yeah. I remember you know, two and a half years ago, three years ago, as we were dreaming about this, talking about, man, if we could just get five kids mm-hmm. to to participate in this sport, yeah, we, we could make know, it work. Did we? <laughs> we didn't know what God was up to. Absolutely. We were feeling something. We felt like, and that, you know, there's a lot of basketball camps, a lot of wrestling and football camps out there, but there's not a lot of camps that, especially camp what FCA does in terms of trying to make it the best spiritual jesus-centered bible-centered mm-hmm. gospel-centered camp mm-hmm. that we're spreading the gospel from the very get-go on day one yeah, absolutely we're not waiting to day three or day four at the end and that combine that kind of sport so that's that's mm-hmm. really cool you know with how god has given us an opportunity mm-hmm. you know really uh, you know and so i i so appreciate your leadership and shared leadership with this because i know we you have a background in that right back in the day i know okay so you got involved in fca kind of coming out of a basketball coaching career right yeah i was a high school basketball coach for about 30 years over in uh, oregon and got involved with fca uh, was a central and eastern oregon area director for fca's scholastic sports ministries uh, campus ministries as we call it for about three and a half, four years. And then as we entered into the every sports environment, uh, it was one of those things where God was ahead of us. And we started doing a motocross camp before we ever knew that this every movement was coming for FCA. And God was paving the way and opening doors and um, just had directed us to, to be uh, an early entry into that, that effort. So as a result of of our um, jumping in and trying this uh, FCA motocross, adding it to to our camp offerings, and then the every movement um, coming out right after that, um, I was then asked if I would be willing to take the role of FCA motorsports and outdoors, combining the two here out in the Pacific Northwest. And so for the last year, that has been my focus. Um, so yeah, so but back to your question, when we were dreaming about this um, we were talking about it and um, there was I think three of us our, our Montana director Bob Rulis was mm-hmm. was also in those conversations and and um, evidently when I wasn't in one of these conversations the two of you uh, were talking and asking each other well do you ride motorcycles no do you no uh, well I think Randy did growing up so motocross That's is right. his he did, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh. so then I was informed I was voluntold as my wife likes to say that I, I had motocross. I had ridden dirt bikes, you know, growing up until I was about 19 years old. I had never raced or competed, but just as a passion and a hobby. Uh, my family did a lot of riding. But I, when I went off to college to play basketball, you know, that wasn't something that was uh, looked very highly on riding dirt bikes and, and trying to pursue a basketball career. So I gave up my dirt bike, and then it was close to 30 years later that got back into this sport, and, and it's been just a, a blessing and so much fun to see what God is doing and how the doors are really opening in this sport. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, uh, it is. And so, so for you coming on staff with FCA, mm-hmm. you, I know you, you were at Fox, George mm-hmm. Fox years ago, got your, your undergrad degree there, mm-hmm. played some basketball there, right? Yeah, just a little bit. And then uh, on the basketball team. And then it's kind of fun because I grew up in the Friends Church. So there's, every once in a while, there's people that you know from mm-hmm. George Fox and people that I know from the Friends Church. I didn't go to Fox, but mm-hmm. we know each other. Side note, sorry. But anyway, um, so coming on staff with SCA, what was the calling that you felt like that the the initial calling, but and then but then after you got on staff and got to experience more of what God was doing through you, how how did that help fulfill purpose in you? Well, you know, my story is kind of long um, and complicated, but to to really summarize it, we well, have a few minutes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had spent my life in coaching and and in youth ministry. Um, they were like parallel lanes, and I didn't ever intend to do either one. Graduated college with a, a management degree and was pursuing some business opportunities and those type of things, and nothing ever seemed to really work out. I took my first coaching job shortly out of college and somehow always found myself in a position to be coaching uh, basketball and uh, track at times as well. And then always just felt a burden to to pour into the lives of young people. And so I was in youth ministry frequently during those seasons. So those were two things that God kind of kept bringing back into my path. But jobs and businesses and, and different opportunities like that uh, came and went pretty frequently. It wasn't until I got introduced to FCA and started to understand what God had been doing all along and was preparing me. So in my role with FCA, he just kind of revealed to me that, all along the way, he was using all of my coaching background, my degree in business and my business experience, and then my youth ministry um, experiences to blend all together into my role um, with FCA as an area director. And it just was, it just made perfect sense. And it wasn't one of those you know, blinding light experiences, it took me a little while to realize what he was up to. But when I started to discover that all of those things in my past were, were God orchestrating and blending together for the role that he has me in now, mm-hmm. uh, it was very, it's amazing and an incredible blessing. So it's kind of almost been like a state, a stage thing, cause, or two stages. It, cause you, so you come on staff, you're using God's gifts that he's given you and experiences for his glory mm-hmm. and then just on as we were talking and dreaming about this adding this wonderful sport to a motocross mm-hmm. to our camp then it's opened up into something even more beautiful right for oh, you yeah. really i matter mean, if that's the right word oh yeah it is yeah it's incredible i didn't think when i really got involved with fca and, and i'd never been anywhere served anywhere or coached anywhere that fca was active in the schools that i'd worked in and things and so it was a learning experience for me to just figure out what fca was all about and i the first couple of years, once I kind of got going, I was like, this is incredible. The combination of, of the passion for sport and, and pursuit of your faith uh, and the way God uses those two to work together, I just 
it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking it, it just can't get any better than this, you mm-hmm. know, sports and ministry, sports and faith. Yeah. But I knew God was doing something shortly before the, the opportunity to get involved with motocross. I started sensing that he was telling me that my time in, in the scholastic sports were, were, were over. My kids had graduated high school. Uh, my daughter was off in college and my youngest, and she was a track athlete. But I knew I just had a real sense that my season of, which was 40 years in total as a high school athlete or coach or parent of a high school athlete was coming to an end. And I didn't know what that meant. And I remember questioning, you know, Lord, what are you doing? Um, because with my role in FCA, you know, that's what we do, you know, yeah. and, yeah. and that was about the time that we um, entered into the, the motorsports arena and it just, God just revealed that I have even something better uh, in store for you, more fulfilling. And that was because I've, I've been an avid hunter my entire life, and I loved the outdoors, and I loved riding dirt bikes. And, and God brought those things back around. And, I, you know, it's funny. I had my evaluation with our boss uh, this week, and he was asking me about it. And he said, it just feels like to me that you have entered into that place in your journey where God has, has said, this is what I've been preparing you for, and and you're just in the right seat. And and you're, you're passionate about this. You wake up every morning looking at, what are you doing today, Lord? I'm so excited mm-hmm. to see what you've got to reveal and what we're going to do. And the impact that we're seeing across the Pacific Northwest as those doors start to open right. is so exciting and it just is uh, like I do I wake up every morning going man what's what's on tap today Lord what do you've got going on so it's very very That's exciting cool. I know yeah of course yeah like you said Northwest you know great places to get outdoors and do mm-hmm. a lot of outdoor activity mm-hmm. um, you know oh by the way we're thinking about action sports it could be windsurfing and kite surfing and all that stuff oh, too yeah. right absolutely yeah yeah outdoor stuff but the hunting portion of that which mm-hmm. is really you know, lots of opportunities and absolutely, and it's it's a way to connect with both men and female, mm-hmm. you know, athletes and participants. And speaking of archery too, and participants, I you know, and we've said it on the show several times. We've learned that there's more kids involved in archery than little league baseball in our country. Yeah. It really surprised me at first when I heard that, but so getting back to that every and then. And then fulfilling that God's purposes in you and, and, and the desires he's placed in your heart, the, mm-hmm. the things you like to do, and and to kind of re- – he's given them back to you in, in a yeah. much more fuller way. And that's what Jesus said. He wants to come and give Absolutely. life and, uh, more abundantly yeah. for us and fuller. Absolutely. And, you know, it's it's interesting you talked about the opportunities that we have now our uh, CEO FCA CEO and president Shane Williamson has a kind of a slogan that he started using that's uh, 8 to 80 he said that we're entering a season now where instead of just middle school, high school, and college age folks, we're reaching them at a younger age, and we're staying with them up until uh, a much older age than we ever have before. Right. Because in the different sports and things that we're we're approaching now, you can be involved, and FCA can have impact, and you can serve or be impacted 
in, through that effort from all ages. And right. so it's a super exciting time. I forget who it was that said it's a race to a child's heart. Yep. And yep. and now we have I've been really using that a lot. Yeah, it's true. Every every time we say that, man, people are nodding their head, mm-hmm. going, yeah. I mean, because just the world, mm-hmm. you know, what the enemy's using within the world, the world systems of public education. And and I was a public educator, and mm-hmm. you you coach. We both coached in the public school system. Right. I'm not bagging on public education but the enemy is using that Absolutely. right now to to steal kill and destroy mm-hmm. the lives of our of our young people Absolutely. through different educational initiatives and i was just reading uh editorial by the statesman talking just begging on the napa school school board about how they're you know trying to protect kids they're mm-hmm. And they're trying to keep certain kinds of language and discussions on sexual orientation and identity out of the school system. That mm-hmm. that that and and that the school board in Nampa was pointing that back to the parents and to the home, and that's where it should be taken. That's where it should be done. Mm-hmm. But yet here we are. This the the paper in Boise is uh, here. We are getting kind of little. I'm getting a little fired up about this, yeah. you know, but their, you know, their opinion is is trying saying that the Napa school board, you know, and so anyway, I I know we're talking about a lot of stuff here, yeah, <laughs> but it's like it's a race to their heart, mm-hmm. and you know, I think that it's it's really interesting. I, you know, we this is like I said earlier, this is the largest camp we've ever had here, and I think that that it, that's not surprising in one regard because post COVID, I think the kids. And, well, it's society in general, people, but especially we see it with our younger people, our youth, is that they their foundations have been shaken, like I've never yeah. seen in in my experience in my lifetime. But they the things they put their trust in the education system, yeah. the government, the medical uh, institutions that has all been shaken for them. And so, like no other time in history that I'm aware of, they are seeking, and I think that's reflected in the. The numbers that have signed up yeah. to come to camp. They're looking for truth. They're looking for stability. They're looking for that foundation that we know only comes through Christ. Right. And they may not fully understand that, but they are seeking that. And as always, God takes difficult and terrible things that happen in this world and turns them for his purposes um, and through the faithful efforts of people that are willing to serve and, yeah. and facilitate those things. Yeah, so. exactly. I mean, I, the conversations I've been having with parents, and you probably similar, it just seems like a, a huge sense of urgency on parents yeah. wanting a different experience for their kids mm-hmm. in sports and life and school. And the things that are meaningful. And I think that, you know, COVID kind of, that's a blessing coming out of that. Oh, absolutely. You know, to see some of those things and how God reveals some of those things. And, yeah. and that uh, it goes, because we're turning kids away. We have over 70 more kids at this camp than we did last year. Mm-hmm. So pretty amazing how, how yeah you know and doing. that's something you 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 just touched on and we didn't even talk about but clubs and leagues you know yeah. we are now entering into that arena as well through FCA where we're running clubs and and sports teams and traveling leagues and things like that and and that's exactly what we're seeing is that they're looking for a better experience than what they've had in the past and right. FCA is trying to position themselves yeah. to facilitate that yeah another part of the everything that yeah we were that's part yeah. It, because club and league sports is huge, mm-hmm. and, um, and 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 the other thing, part of that too, is that some of the club sport opportunities have gotten way out 
overpriced. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, well, maybe I, I misspoke there. Maybe not overpriced, but very high priced. And yeah. so the the opportunity for us to enter into that and to control it and to be able to minister to a variety of people mm-hmm. and over the social economic you know spectrum there. So. Well, man, we've got a lot more to talk about, Randy, Mm -hmm. but man, we have run out of time and uh, (laughs) it was so good. It's so good just to hear what God's doing in your life and, and, uh, and the purposes he has for you that he's written on you. And uh, so blessed to be sitting here across the table right now and to see you just blossom into this, you know, great motocross all the ministry that's just start just out there all over from Washougal to Nampa to Montana and, and mm-hmm. everywhere else. And so thank you for um, just being so faithful to the Lord's calling. And we so appreciate uh, what the Lord's doing through you and your wife, Linda. And um, man, it's such an honor, such a blessing, right? To serve together, mm-hmm. man. It's, I, I just, it's so, it, just so wonderful to be able to link arms with you and you know march to what god is calling us to do so thank you thanks for taking time to to be on heart of the athlete today too yeah no problem it's my pleasure appreciate you ken thanks for listening today if you are interested in getting involved with fca or would like to donate to the fca ministry you can contact us through the fca idaho website at fcaidaho.org Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho, and KBXL, The Voice. You